Welcome to Talk It Out with Tab. I'm your host, Tab, creating a safe space for you to share your truth. Let's talk it out so we can walk into our existence of thriving together. Let's get it. This is part two of Self-Care with Kim. We're going to pick up right where we left off. Self-care can look very different for different people. Um, and you've, you've kind of touched on that throughout this, you know, throughout this conversation is that you give your space, the, the, you give yourself the space to have that look different, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, just laying and, and literally vegging out or mm-hmm. being active and doing something physical or taking a trip, you give yourself the space for it to look different. And I want to encourage people that your self-care does not have to look like someone else's. What your self-care needs to look like is whatever is is fueling your spirit, whatever is fueling your your emotions and your soul and rejuvenating you to give you that extra push to move forward. And of course, we're talking about things that are fueling you within a healthy boundary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're not talking about things that you know are causing harm to others, but something that is truly just fueling you and just... Um, recharging you to continue to um to just prosper in life Mm -hmm. so yeah that that is that is really important to know that our self-care can look different so what did your self-care look like today um you know what uh let me just touch on that before before the kim that i am now (laughs) the kim like uh 10 years ago when I first moved to Atlanta darn it's been longer than that 14 it's, years yes, ago yes because Jesus we're not gonna go there we're not gonna go there 14 <laughs> years ago man <laughs> when I moved to Atlanta um my self care was going to Piedmont Park and packing a nice little lunch on a Saturday morning. At the time I had a dog, Remy, a Yorkie, and I would take him with me. And we would literally just lay in the park all day. And I love the sun. So mm-hmm. as a black woman laying in the sun, I know that's odd, but I love it. it no, pick me, me girl, feel, I love it. Oh, it's it good on your skin. So good. Yeah. Yes, it makes me feel so good. So we used to go to Piedmont Park. I'll pack a lunch for myself. I'll pack a lunch for him and water and stuff like that. And I would just go and I would lay out and I would fall asleep and be okay with that. Now, not so much, <laughs> you know, so, but I didn't know that until I realized that that didn't fuel me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I had to continue doing it in order to realize like, mm, this ain't it no more. And at first I felt like I was weird or like, you know, I had a blockage, like, oh my gosh, I can't, there, my self-care routine isn't working anymore. But it was like, no, you're growing and you're learning you're and you're becoming, a, yeah, you're maturing and you're becoming, a, you know, a different woman. And so find out what else works for you, you know? Um, and so just where I am, fast forward 14 years later, where I am. Me drinking a cup of tea and sitting down and being still is like gold. You know, even though I was sitting down and being still in a park, me sitting down and being still on my patio is breathtaking for me. You know, um, coloring, painting. Um, I really enjoy painting. And so doing those things, um, now I'm into plants, taking care of my plants and reading about plants. 
you talk about being Caribbean Amer- American Caribbean folks you know um, when it comes to cooking I make sure that I cook at least one Caribbean meal a week that is my thing now I don't want to lose that you know mm. um, I, I want to make sure that I am able to pass that on to my family whenever I have my family so I make sure I cook at least one training meal a week and that is my form of self-care when it comes to you know embracing my heritage and doing something for my future family that is truly self-care for me I enjoy it um the other thing is taking walks um taking walks and praying while I'm walking that's like a a a huge form of self-care for me um right now I think it just gives me the opportunity you know when you're moving and you're praying or you're moving and you're thinking it it makes you feel like you're moving forward with whatever you're concentrating on and so during lunch hour now whenever I take my lunch during the day I do prayer walks now um and I intentionally pray for someone else I don't pray for myself I pray for others during that time um beautiful so that's that's a big form of self-care now for me um really another form of self-care is listening to my thoughts and I know we listen to our thoughts because we think all day mm-hmm. but listening and addressing my thoughts so if I'm you know addressing not happy with something yeah if I'm not happy about something or I'm negative self-talking Kim mm-hmm. why are you doing that why are you talking about yourself like that where did that come from why are you scared right now what makes you feel that way and the reason why I do that is because it gives me the opportunity to address my emotions I think that a lot of times we think and we don't consider the fact that we are thinking the way that we are and it's just a perpetual cycle of whatever we're doing and I've just come to the point where I don't want to have my thoughts control you know my emotions which then my emotions in turn control me and so I've been very intentional lately with making sure that I sit down with myself and maybe that's the reason why the sitting down and drinking my tea is so relaxing and good to me right now but I've been making sure to address my thoughts because if I have a certain thought that's that's counterintuitive to what I would say out of my mouth or say to someone else I need to address it um, so that is a form of self-care. Um, we are in a, you know, quarantine coronavirus. So previously it was getting a massage every month. Um, that's particularly not it. And I think that the walking part is doing that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as, you know, movement and kind of relaxing my body. The other thing that I do, and it's, it's funny, but it's not. I, 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 I do my Pinterest board. And I um, have a lot of ideas on just what I'm going to, uh, what my wardrobe is going to be looking like. My body is changing and will be changing um, very soon. And so just getting my body to a place where I want it to be. And so creating different outfits and things like that is fun for me right now. Um, those are some of the things that I have been doing. I know it sounds so simple, but 
um, I'm not interested in anything that does not give me the opportunity to be my true self and to be okay with that. And all of those things allow me to be okay with that. The other thing that I'm, I'm into as well, I'm transitioning how I eat. Um, I've never really eaten quote unquote poorly per se. I'm a big snacker. I love sweets. So even though I may eat a healthy meal, I don't Mm -hmm. snack healthy at all. Um, And so learning about different foods that will fuel me, keep me full, um, supplements that will do that as well. Yeah, that is a part of self-care, what we consume. Mm-hmm. People forget that, but that is that is a huge part of self care. Not even what we consume in um, through our mouths, but even what we consume in our eyes, visually, and what we consume in our ears. That's a big part of self care. But mm-hmm. when you were talking about walking outside and praying, um, I just wanted to read Genesis two, verse two through three, and it and I'm reading the new um, international version, and it says, "By the seventh day." God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on on it he rested from all the work he created that he had done. And when you were talking about just sitting with your thoughts and just, just being still, I had a a a vision of God just resting and it brought me back to that and self-care even you know clearly even God is is um exhibiting (laughs) self-care in in that Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. he says you know he 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 watched all he all his work he modeled at all his work and Mm -hmm. he just rested Mm -hmm. and I think that's really important for um the people to to see is that even God knew the importance of resting, the importance of fueling. And so that should give us the permission, the permission that we are seeking for to to engage in self-care. That if you're looking for a reason why and the permission, allow yourself that because God, God granted that, and you are definitely created in God's image. Um, oftentimes, we forget that we, you know, we forget that and what that means—the magnitude of what that means to be created in His image. I'm glad you said that because, um, as you know, I've been coloring a lot lately, and I've been sharing that on social media. Mm-hmm. And a lot of women, moms particularly, have reached out to me and have said. I wish I had the time to do this. I wish I had the time to just sit, but the kids take up that time. And this is always my response. I am not a mom, but I do have responsibilities. And I realize that in me having responsibilities, I have to make everything work the way that it needs to for me to function. If that means that I need to get up an hour early to have that time, I have to sacrifice it. If that means that I can't do X, Y, and Z today, I have to sacrifice it. And I think that we have to get to that part where we overcome 
the challenges of I can't or I don't have time. We do have time. It's how we choose to spend it that is really going to give you the time that you need in order to do your self-care, whether that's daily, whether that's monthly, whether that's quarterly, you know, um, that is something that we have to get out of. And I'm not just talking about moms and just talking about dads. I'm talking about everybody. Even when it comes to exercising, a lot of people, their excuse is, I don't have time. Mm-hmm. I can't find the 30 minutes or I can't find the hour. Well, how come they're able to find the 30 minutes an hour? You know what I mean? It's not that it's not available to you. It's that the sacrifice is the challenge. And because the sacrifice is the challenge, you can't see how to do it. And it, it truly is a sacrifice as, as a mom of an amazing eight-year-old boy who has a lot of energy from the time he wakes up in the morning. He wakes up very gingerly. He wakes up gentle, you know, he'll creep in. But as soon as he opens his mouth, that energy shifts. (laughs) I don't know know what happens, but as soon as he finds his voice, he is on, he goes from a zero to 60 really quick. And the day gets away from me. And although I'm an early riser, what I used to do is fight to say, oh my gosh, I'm so tired and want to stay in the bed. But for you moms out there who are seeking time, and I know that all of you may not be early rise, naturally early risers like myself, but I've stopped fighting that time and just waking up early and giving myself that time in the morning. It is changing how I respond to my child. It is changing how I show up. And I thank mm-hmm. God, not for COVID, but I thank God for this time of quarantine because it forced me into that routine. Because at the beginning of quarantine, I was literally spiraling out of control because I didn't have I, I didn't have anything that was fueling me at all. It was him and mm-hmm. I and doing homeschooling and I still have to work and I still have to take care of all the responsibilities and do everything. And so I quickly learned that waking up early in the morning, um, spending that time with God, reading something. Um, sometimes I would, I would read something to just, you know, fuel my, my nugget fuel, you know, give me some knowledge mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or, um, I would read something that I've been meaning to read, you know, and, and, you know, there, there are three books that I'm in the middle of reading right now. And even if it's just reading two pages at a time until that book is complete. And then I would get up, I would do like a power hour. So I would do 20 minutes of my time with God, 20 Mm -hmm. minutes of just reading something and then 20 minutes of walking outside in my subdivision. And my days started sometimes at 4.30 in the morning or five o'clock in the morning if I slept in and I needed to do that so that I could survive that time of quarantine and so that I can show up better Mm -hmm. for my son. And it, it changed, oh man, it changed so much. Isn't it funny how, isn't it funny how you're seeking that time, right? And you're seeking that, uh, the ability to have that time. But when you sacrifice for it, you now become protective of it because you Mm -hmm. see the value. You see the value in it, man. 
man oh man yeah whether it's in the morning or whether it's at night some people are night owls you know whether it's after everybody is already sleeping for the night you know or everybody is now in their rooms or whatever the case and you have you can have that time at the end of the day take it because yes it, it it Man, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's just it's, it's necessary. That's how to describe. It's it. necessary, but it truly is a joy of a time mm-hmm. to have. Like I really enjoy my time. Before I used to wake up and, and kind of like how you you said like you wake up and be like, oh my god, let me go back to sleep. You know. Now it's like boom. Okay, let me let me let me get myself up. Let me get alert. But as soon as I get alert, I'm like, okay, what am I doing today? You know, and it, it truly is exciting um, because there's nothing that you can give yourself other than just a moment. It's like, what are they, what, what else are you doing? And not to have a crash and burn time. You said something that was important. Before I got to the place where self-care was a routine, it was an escape, as I mentioned. And you said something that was key. You're spending time trying to wind down when you mm-hmm. when it's a buildup and you escape to it versus okay bet in a month I got so and so coming up and you know you've been doing your self care routine and it is a joy it is a delight it is not a run and an escape to the point where now you're you know you're away or whatever you're doing your self care time and you don't want to go back home or you don't want to check check back in you know what I mean it's like dang it I'm only gonna have one more hour and then I gotta go back to my life and it's like no I have one more hour this has been fun but I know that tomorrow I'll be back or I know in two weeks I'll be back you know um it's a it's a shift it is a shift it's an and it's necessary I really want people to understand that self-care is necessary it is not an option it is no longer an option self-care can save us from hypertension self-care can save us from heart attacks self self-care can save us from man I, I mean i don't even want to be you know too dark but it can save us from homicide it can save us from suicide you know self-care can can save us from a mental breakdown from having a true nervous breakdown self-care can save us from anxiety it really can help to um to just prevent a lot of ailments that we're suffering with as a society. Mm. I think even self-care can help to stop some of our cravings. You know, as you start to treat your body better, as you start to treat your mind and your spirit better, you want to start to fuel your body differently. I mean, I, I think I just heard you say that where now you're like, well, I want to start fueling my body better because it becomes a holistic idea of how you're treating your temple so exactly and um it it just it translates and again when you start it it's just like a domino effect it's like what's the song nothing can stop me i'm all the way way up up. (laughs) (laughs) that's how you feel it just gives you the opportunity to um you know, continue it and continue it in ways that will fuel you and you'll find your tribe. You know, I, I know a lot of people, you know, feel like, well, dang, you know, I want to um, ride bikes, for instance. You know, that's something that mm-hmm. I have been into, you know, and wanting to do. I finally got my bike 
I, qu- I haven't quite yet been able to venture out to find my tribe with, with you know, a biking group. Biking. But I have my bike, you know, and now I can, I can tap into that. Um, you know, they have woodwork classes or yoga. You know, they have free yoga on on at the, on the weekends at some parks and things like that. Oh, that's so, a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as some as some people explore that, you know, some people may feel intimidated by getting into whatever it is they want to do for self-care, but know that there's a group or a bunch of people out there that think like you and you can find your tribe and they'll probably introduce you to a ton of other things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, with my plants. Man, I had no idea. Folks were in the plants like this. Yes. Man, it is awesome. It's awesome. And so as I started planting, um, you know, doing my plants and stuff like that, there are some people, yeah, my plants. I had no idea that there were people that love plants like I do. And just getting into plant groups and understanding what works for soil and what, what doesn't work and things like that. Um, there is somebody out there for you in a group that can support you. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And I wanted to, um, you know, I wanted it to last for about an hour. Like we can go on and on about self-care. But I wanted to really just thank you before we, you know, before we end, I I don't know when it's gonna end, but I, I want to just thank you for showing me what that looks like. I want to thank you for encouraging me to be intentional in my own self-care because it has helped, it's changing me. It's changed, I'm transforming before my very eyes. And so I want to thank you for that encouragement for me to be intentional about it. Um, Most recently I've been feeling like something is gonna change for me um, in my life and for my family. And and the nudging that I'm getting from God is to be intentional about that self-care because when you become a wife and you become a mother, um, you can lose yourself so quickly. You can really lose yourself so quickly mm. in tending to the needs, caring for everyone else. And I think that, you know, watching you show up for yourself is, has really taught me how to show up for myself, even though I'm your senior you really have taught me and fueled me in that way. So I want to thank you, my sister. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you for saying that. You know, I always say, and I, I don't mean it being dismissive or anything like that, but I'm like, something got to give. <laughs> you know, something got to give. <laughs> and I, that's, that's my favorite line because it's like, okay, and your point is, at the end of the day, you still got to take care of you. And no, I'm not a mom, but I guess I value the personhood versus the title. You know what I mean? Like you're a woman before you are a mom, you know, and not to say that mom is less, but you can't be a good and, and, and thriving mom the way that you want to be if you are totally exhausted and just depleted. You want to be the best for your child. You want to be the best for your family. And so how can you do that? just being spread so thin you know and that's from the perspective that I always think of when women come and say well Kim how do you do this and I'm just like okay well you come first you know um and I I think about just the umbrella right we think about the umbrella of a family the covering of a family there's God Mm -hmm. the husband the mom the children and then the family right 
Um, there's a reason why, you know, mom and dad come before the kids. Mm. And that's very controversial for some people, you know, um, but I you don't get that. So. Yeah, I don't I don't feel so because if mom and dad is not fueled, how can, you know, the kids understand um, the values that mom and dad is trying to teach them when they're depleted and they can't pour into them? Um, and so that's 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 why I always think about it from the personhood perspective versus the title of mom. Um, your person before you you any of the other jobs that you have. Mm-hmm. That's real talk, and I never used to believe that. Um, when I first became a mother, I, I all I saw was my my son. And mothers and fathers, we have to be so careful not to see our children as little gods, as beings that's truly um, just ruling our lives and truly dictating everything about our lives. We have to, in order to do that, the only way we can continue to put things in perspective is by having that quiet time and fueling ourselves, fueling our minds so that we have clarity of mind. Clarity of mind is so important and self-care will bring clarity. And so that's that's what I really wanted to leave, um, leave our community with today. I really wanted our community to understand that self-care is not an option, but it is a necessity. It's a necessity for our spirits, for our minds, for our emotional healing, for our emotional wellness, and also for our physical wellness. Do you have any last words to tell us, Kim? Since you Um, are the self-care guru. Girl, (laughs) I was saying, just remember that, you know, before your titles, there is you. And you have to take care of you in order to be whether it's a parent, whether it's, you know, a leader at church, whether it's, you know, a leader at work, or even just, you know, a team member at work, you have a title of who you are before the title of who everybody else needs you to be. And so considering pouring into yourself, considering pouring into your cup first is what's going to allow um, the overflow to be wonderful for others, right? The overflow that you that's being poured that's being poured out of your cup is for everyone else. What's in the cup is for you. Um, and if you have holes, if you you know have any type of holes, or you know that that glass is rugged or rigid, um, it's not going to fill up appropriately. And it's not going to pour out appropriately. So. Um, the other part of you know just me getting to this place where I understand that self-care is important is the fact that I yes I had a traumatic traumatic experiences in life but I made sure that those ridges that were in my cup were smoothed out in order for me to be able to fill up my cup appropriately for myself and pour out for others and that came through therapy that came through support through my family and my friends um and so Whatever, whatever self-care looks like for you, don't apologize. If it means, you know, bonsai plants. <laughs> if it means um, making action figures out of, you know, snow globes. I don't know. Whatever it is that you do, do it and do it well if it fills your cup. Awesome. 
if it fills your cup. Sis, thank you so much for tonight. I really do appreciate your time. I wanted to keep it at Absolutely. 30 minutes. I wanted oh, to no, keep it at okay. 30 minutes. <laughs> I enjoyed this. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. And you kept saying overflow. I just purchased purchased an overflow journal. Uh, a little birdie told me that you purchased an overflow journal as well. So I look oh, yeah. forward to going on that journey with you. I'm going to figure yes. out some way to, to post that link um, to affix it to this podcast so that people can also purchase that because, you know, it's just timely that this is the first, the first one. So yeah, thank you, I, that's sis. funny that you say that. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. Journaling is very special to me. Um, even now I'm getting out of journaling, just my thoughts, and I'm getting into prayer journaling, which is documenting, you know, the prayers that I pray for others and myself. So my journaling looks different, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting that <laughs> in the mail in a few days. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Ooh. I got mine today. Yay. I'm jealous. <laughs> I did I did a little twerk. I did a little twerk for it. <laughs> oh, good. This some strange. Hey, I I did a little twerk for it. Hey, look. Listen. I love Jesus, but I love to dance too. <laughs> I mean, hey, he I taught your son some I unfortunately I taught your son some bad ways when it came to come to dancing. So I just hey. You know, culturally, culturally, we dance. We are very free culturally when it comes to dancing. And I appreciate that so much about our culture that we have freedom of expression with our bodies and it's mm -hmm. not taboo, you know? Mm -hmm. And speaking of self-love and self-care, our culture has taught us, even though we may not um, have the physique that we that we want our culture definitely has taught us to be free in our bodies yes and so that is beautiful and i thank you tnt i thank you trinidad and tobago <laughs> for giving me a love of the human body and giving me the freedom to be who i am yes in that sense. yes Carnival 2022 2022 we're going on get on wasi <laughs> I love you, sis. <laughs> we need to keep that in the podcast. I think we need to keep that in the podcast. I'm with it. They, they're going to have to know what Bacanal is. <laughs> that, might be, ways. that might have to be another um, topic of how Caribbean Americans, um, how we navigate in this world, how we navigate we in the really U.S. of A. So I think... I think that um, that that might be another another one we need to do, sis. Yes, thank I'm you, sis. I, I honor you. I'm with it. I thank you. I see the God in you. Thank you, honey. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're love welcome. You. I love you. Love you Bye, too. girl. Bye. Bye. This podcast may contain copyrighted material and may not have been specifically authorized by the copyright owner. This should constitute as fair use under Section 107 of the U.S. Copyright Law. If you wish to use any material from this podcast and or site that go beyond fair use, you must obtain express permission from the copyright owner.